So my friends, today we hear this call of the fishermen, Simon, who will be named Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James, and his brother John. And it's important to understand this reading in the context of what we read last week, um, which was the, this first kind of encounter with Jesus and the invitation to come and see. Uh, and that is the, the universal call to discipleship, that each one of us is called to radically follow Jesus. Each one of us, on account of our baptism, is called to live a life of real and radical holiness. Every single one of us receives that call. Uh, we're going to have a baptism later today. Uh, and when the baby's baptized, like from that moment, um, he's going to be adopted into the life of the Trinity. And the fulfillment of that adoption is a life of real holiness. And that was with each one of us. When we we're baptized, the fulfillment of that baptism is real radical holiness. So that's the first call that we all receive. And now in this next week, today, we hear this more specific, this different call, which is a call to ministry, right? That now Peter and Andrew and James and John, who had already met Jesus and already begun the path of discipleship, are now called to step away from their ordinary life, to step away from their profession, to even leave their family and their friends, right? James and John, it, Mark tells us directly, they leave their father in the boat and they are now following Jesus in this apostolic vocation, which today is lived out in the vocation, particularly to the priesthood. Uh, and so it's important to see these two vocations in context. Because we have a misunderstanding of the priestly vocation if we think that priests, me and Father Janusz here, right, that we are just the, the super Catholics, right? We're the ones, this is just more of our call to holiness, right? That we're just living our baptism more than anyone else. That's not it. That's not the case. I'd probably put money on the fact that Father Janusz and I aren't the holiest people in the room. Um, let's see how that goes. We'll know in heaven, right? Uh, but it's probably a pretty safe bet that he and I, we're not priests because we're the holiest guys in the room, right? We um, receive this other call. It's a different call, which is not just to more holiness, right? We can't see our priests as just being, oh, they're, they're so much holier, because they're the priests. Like, no, not that at all, right? In fact, when you look at the apostles in the Gospels, they're usually, they're pretty much behind the pack, right? They're, they're, bottom, of, they're bottom of the class, right? They are, they're not, by any stretch of the imagination, the best. They're not the smartest. They're not the, we got our lady walking around, right? Like, here's the Blessed Virgin Mary, right? Immaculately conceived, totally perfect, and then you got these, these slobs, right, who are called to this type of ministry, a different type of ministry. It's an it's a additional vocation. So when we say the word vocation, oftentimes people think vocation means priesthood or religious life. But vocation is first 
that we've all received the call to discipleship, that universal call to holiness. And then from that, there are some who are called to live their Christian vocation in a particular way, right? Who are called to be these fishers of men. We're going to get back to that in a second. Jesus says the words that he uses in the gospel, come after me and I will make you fishers of men, which also means that this is not just Jesus kind of giving a blessing to their natural talents, that he is going to make them something, right? He is literally, it's they, as unworthy as they are, it's Jesus who is making them to be fishers of men, and he is going to make them apostles. It's an action of the Lord. It has nothing to do with worthiness. There was a bishop, I think he was in St. Louis, it was one of the archbishops of St. Louis, that was talking to a guy who was discerning priesthood, and the guy's like, yeah, I just don't know if I'm worthy enough. And the bishop's like, oh, stop you right there, you're not, right? You're not worthy enough, right? And no, uh, the, the dignity of the priestly office, like no one's, no one's worthy enough for that. No one earns it, right? It's not like you earned it somehow. It's Jesus's call in the midst of unworthiness, in the midst of brokenness at times, right? In the midst of whatever situation, it's the call of Jesus who's going to call and I will make you to be fishers of men. It's going to be the action of God. Uh, Now, to be that, right? To be made fishers of men, right? What is the office what does it do? What, if we want to understand, you know, our priests, if we want to understand the priestly office, we got to get it right because it's not just super Catholic, right? It's not just, oh, yeah, you're the priest, you're the super Catholic, right? Or you're the priest, you're the administrator. Um, or you're the priest, you're the delegate of the community that kind of gets up to speak, um, you know, a, a more Protestant understanding. That's not what it is at all. It is a call of Jesus to be made a fisher of men, right? To be a sharer in the priestly office of Jesus himself, to be priest, prophet, and king, which we all share in because of our baptism, but in the ministerial priesthood, we share in a different way. And it's basically our priests live lives at the service of the holiness of the people of God. So what's the purpose? The, the actual purpose of my life and my vocation, and the same with Father Janusz, is, and same with Father G, same with Monsignor Matera, right? The purpose of our life is your holiness, right? It is your holiness. That's the purpose. Not to be the boss, not to be the best. My life is at the service of your holiness, That's what it's all about, to to work for the building up so that I have given my life in this call of Jesus so that everyone here, and not just everyone in church today, everyone in our parish community, and not just the registered parishioners, everyone that lives in the territory of our parish, so that every single one of them can be built up in holiness can live that call to real holiness. It's a life in service of the building up of the holiness of the people of God. It's not a promotion, right? It is not just being special. It's 
being at the service of the holiness of God's people. And that's what we do. What does a fisherman do, right? When you catch fish, they're brought out of the darkness and the slime and the cold of the water. As cold as it is outside, it's probably colder underwater, right? Um, they're brought, well, be, if the water was the temperature of the air, it'd be ice, but whatever, okay. Stay with me. Stay on track, Father Casey. Okay, they're brought from the coldness and the darkness and the slime of the water into the warmth and the light of the air. Now, bad news for the fish is they die when that happens, right? Um, we, though, we, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us, are kapax day. We are capable of God. We don't die when we're brought out of the darkness and the cold and the slime of sin and brought into the light and the warmth of the family of the children of God, into the family home of Almighty God. We don't die. We're capable of that. We're made for that. That's where we find our true happiness. And so to be fishers of men is to be dedicated to bringing God's, God's own children. God's children are dar- in darkness and in the cold. And it's to bring them into the warmth of the love of the Father. That that's our, that's our mission. That's what the whole thing is about. The administration of the building, okay, it's something we got to do, right? We need a place where we can worship. Someone's got to be responsible for it. Um, the, all the kind of practical details, Yep, that's what we had. That's all the support services. But what's the main primary goal? Holiness. It's holiness. It's your holiness. And I achieve my holiness by working for your holiness. And if I were to say, nope, forget it, I'm focusing on me, me time, right? Like, no, uh, that, that, I, my life is given 100% for your holiness. This, on the part of our priests, requires sacrifice. Right? It, is, it is actually, it's a sacrifice. It's meant like Peter and Andrew they, they, and James and John, they all left their job. They had to leave their job behind. Um, maybe they weren't too good at it. Maybe they were, who knows? But they enjoyed it. They were comfortable with it. And they left it behind. I love the translation we have here. They abandoned their nets. Right? The sense you get is they like dropped them right in the water and just went off after Jesus. They abandoned their nets. We're going to get the same when we have the call of St. Matthew at the tax post, right? He just gets right up, right? He's at his office job. He just gets up from his desk, goes and follows Jesus. Um, and James and John, they left, they left their dad, their dad Zebedee. They left him in the boat. Um, and so our priests often leave, you know, sometimes careers that they're good at. Um, they, they leave their family. There's a reality that I'm less available to my you know, parents and my sister and brother-in-law and niece and nephew, I'm, I'm less physically available to them because of the, the needs of this call. Uh, and so our priests, they, they leave their, their families in a big way or a small way. I know a number of men through working with the vocation office whose families were very opposed to their vocations, right? One of my best friends, he told his dad he wanted to be a priest, and his dad said, I, I feel like I don't know you. Like, I feel like I can't ever talk to you again, ever. Luckily, after a decade or so, that started to mend, and they started to be able to, to speak again. But some of our young men go through tremendous struggles and 
rejection when they hear this call of the Lord. And then this is, this is an, important, uh, it's an important ministry, right? It's something that we need to pray for. And so we're praying our prayer for vocations. It is a sacrifice. Uh, it's meant, it's, if Jesus calls, though, it's 100% worth it. And so we need to ask. We need to ask our Lord to strengthen those that he's calling, that they can really listen to that call and they can really answer that call, that they can have the courage. You're going to have to leave something behind to be willing to do that. But if Jesus is calling, it's worth it. Who's willing to give their life for the holiness of God's people? I don't know if you know Mike and Lorraine Salerni. Mike's uh, sacristan at some of our churches. He helps out around. He's married now to Lorraine. They're going to have a baby. Um, and so I did a little bit of math, right? Because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, the baby's going to be maybe a doctor, maybe a lawyer like his dad. I said, no, no, that, that little guy's that's got to be a priest, right? I'm claiming that one. He's going to be the priest. But then did a little bit of math. If he does indeed become a priest, and as soon as humanly possible, I'll be in my late 60s by the time he gets ordained, right? So like a child born this year, I'll be in my late 60s by the time he would get ordained. So um, we're, we're going after people that are already born so I can have a hope of retiring, right? Um, it'll, uh, but no, like we need, we need to answer the call, right? That's there. Jesus is calling. He's 100% calling. His voice can be clear, but it takes courage. It takes the ability to listen. And it takes a right understanding of what he's calling to. Not to be a super Catholic. Not to be the boss. Not to be the celebrity. But rather to say the holiness of the people of God is worth the cost of my life. My whole life. So that God's people can live the holiness to which they're called. The holiness and that friendship of God. To bring people into the family home of God the Father. It's worth it. It's worth it. All, all the price of the world. It's definitely worth the cost of my life. And so this is what the priesthood is. We should pray for our priests, right? We should help them along the way. We should see what they're trying to do. Uh, and we should be encouraging of that. And then we should pray that we need more people, right? We need more young men to answer this call to the priesthood, to be the fishers of men, to be the ones that will work for our holiness so that each of us can live the holiness that God calls us to in the home of the family of the children of God.